morning and welcome to Church Online. We're excited that you have joined us, that you're with us today. And we want to start off by saying happy Mother's Day. What an awesome day it is to celebrate all the moms. And whether you are a physical mom through birth or through adoption, or if your heart longs to be a mother, uh, we just want you to know today that you are loved, that you are essential, and we celebrate you today on Mother's Day. We hope you enjoyed that little video of those sweet kids. We just wanted to give you a little snippet and just remind you of why you are essential. But today, I just want to take a moment just to pause because maybe today, instead of feeling joy and smiles, today's kind of a hard day. Um, Maybe because you've lost a child or because you long to be a mom and you want to You want to have a child, and we just want to take the time to pray for you. We're going to pray for all the moms, but even specifically pray for all of you that may be hurting today. God, we just thank you for this um, day that we celebrate moms of every kind. Father, I just pray, Lord, that you just touch those specifically, though, today that are hurting. God, that you just fill their hearts with peace and with joy. Um, God, and just comfort them today. And as they long to be a mom, as they long to see that child, whatever it may be, Father God, you know, and we thank you, Lord, that you are the God that comforts. And God, we just pray, Lord, that as, as we speak today, Lord, that you will just speak through us in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, today we want to jump into what we believe is a word from God for uh, for you guys, for our church today. Mm-hmm. And uh, the title of this message, we've simply titled this, What's Truly Essential? What's Truly Essential? And so we want to talk to you for just a few moments today, really, on this idea mm-hmm. of what are some things in our lives that are essential Um, not only some things that we need to take action on, but as you're going to see in a moment, some things that uh, when we take action on them, there's a promise attached to it. There's access that's attached to it. And so we want to pour into you in that way this morning. And uh, really this word essential, um, you know this, we know this. It has been used a lot during this season of our church. And uh, we're excited that next Sunday, come on, we get to gather back together. Those of you that are comfortable Uh, being there in person. We can't wait to see you. And if you're not comfortable next weekend joining us, you're still going to be able to join us online. We encourage you to do that. Mm -hmm. Whatever you feel like the Lord is leading you to do, but we're excited about the opportunity to gather back together Mm -hmm. um, as believers, as a church and worship together and uh, hear the word of God together in person. And so we're excited about that. But um You know, we've been hearing this word essential a lot, and it's really changed the way that we hear this word. It's changed the way when when you hear the word essential, you probably think something differently than what you did before all of this with COVID-19. And, you know, we hear things like, well, this business is essential during this time, or this business is non-essential during this time. And there have been guidelines and things, you know, based all around this word essential, And the definition of essential, uh, we wanted to share it with you today. Essential means absolutely necessary, indispensable, or vitally important. Absolutely necessary, indispensable, or vitally important. And so we want to talk to you about some essential actions that we believe we need to take daily, some things that we may need to do every single day, and some essential promises that follow these actions. And so uh, the point of these four actions that we're going to talk about today is not for you to have one more thing to do, yeah. 
Um, there are things that, that we believe if you'll take action, if you'll do these things, if you'll put these into practice, some very practical things, that there are some promises, there are some, some things that follow, there yeah, is some access right. to things that follow if you will do these things, if you will uh, take action in these areas. And so here's the first one that we want to share with you today in this message talking about, you know, what's truly essential. And it's simply this, to reapply the armor of God daily. Mm-hmm. Reapply the armor of God daily. I don't know about you. I've heard people say it this way, that sometimes we have a tendency, spiritually speaking, to walk out into life without any clothing, <laughs> without any armor, without putting on what God has given us to put on. Yeah. And I want to read to you from Ephesians chapter 6, where the Bible talks about and Paul writes about the armor of God. And we're going to start in verse 10. This is what he says. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Mm -hmm. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. There are some things that you are fighting some things that are coming against you and it's not flesh and blood. The reason we need to put on this armor is because what we're facing is not, it's not necessarily flesh and blood things. It's spiritual battles that we are fighting and we need the armor of God. We need this in our lives every single day. Verse 13, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Come on, the evil one is firing arrows at you. And maybe you have felt that. Maybe you have you know, seen some of those things in your life. And we need this armor every right. single day so that we can, we can extinguish the arrows that the enemy is trying to shoot at us every single day. It says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of of God. Our armor guards and protects us. The armor of God, it guards our hearts. It guards our minds. It guards us from the flaming arrows the enemy is shooting at us. So when we reapply the armor, this is the beautiful thing. And what I love that we have a promise and that promise is that we are armed to fight. We are equipped with everything we need Mm. to do what we are doing on a daily basis. There's nothing that you can't handle, whether you feel like it or not, you're armed, you're ready to fight. And it's a promise that we have. It's something we have access to when we take this action and put on our armor Mm, with Christ. Todd White said, we are armed and dangerous when we are humble and submitted. Let me tell you, that just, oh, it just struck me so hard that that's all God asks of us is to be humble and submitted to Him. And Mm. we're armed and dangerous because of that. We encourage you to reapply your armor of God every day so you can be armed, equipped, and able to stand against whatever may be coming against you. Mm, so good. Come on, you you know this to be true. We know this to be true. Every single day when we get up, the enemy is not going to just roll over no. and let us go about our day no. with whatever we want to do to serve God. We have to get up and be prepared, be ready, put on the armor of God, spend time with the Father mm-hmm. so that we can be prepared to 
to, to battle against these schemes that the enemy is trying to, he's scheming to try to yeah. figure out how he can get you, how he can, how he can, uh, uh, get you in certain areas, how he can come against you, where he can poke at you a little bit here to get you to give up. And we need to put on the full armor of God That's right. every single day. Um, here's the second thing. The second action is to redirect our hearts. Well, we got to reapply the armor, but we've got to redirect our hearts. And here's what Paul writes in Second Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 5. He says, may the Lord direct your hearts into realizing and showing the love of God and into the steadfastness and patience of Christ and in waiting for his return. So you may be wondering why in the world I just brought a rubber duck with me, but I just wanted to share with you something. I got a visual and here's our promise that we have access to. It's already in us. The reality of it is in life, fear, it suppresses our faith. Mm. Anxiety, it suppresses our, our, our peace. But when we choose to redirect our hearts, those things of Him, they have to rise. They have to come up. The faith has to rise. The joy has to rise. We have access to those things because of Him. And all we have to do is redirect our hearts. When I'm feeling anxious, I can redirect my heart towards Him. And guess what? Mm. Peace. It's got to rise in me. Faith. It's got to rise in me. Those things of Him, they've got to rise. They so will rise within us. Mm. So good. Um, I just, I, I get this visual from that, that bowl, honestly, that, you know, even in this season, maybe you've been feeling like, or maybe we've been feeling like in moments, maybe day after day, or maybe it's been one day, everything has felt okay. And the next day it hasn't. And you feel like, you know, just this, this little example of this duck in the water. And it's like, there's something that just keeps pushing you down into the water and you feel like you, you, you know, you felt like you were going to drown. Listen, you can, you can redirect your focus. You can redirect your attention. You can redirect what it is that you're That's paying right. attention to allow God to redirect your heart mm -hmm. in this season That's good. so that, so that you can rise. So that you can come out of whatever it is that you feel like has been pushing you down. Um, so we want to encourage you with that today. And then here's the here's the third action is to renew our minds, to renew our minds. Uh, the definition of the word renew, renew simply means to begin to take up again, to make effective, to restore or replenish. And in Romans chapter 12, verse two, come on, we're, a lot of us, we're familiar with this verse. Yeah. And this is what it says. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, mm. but be transformed by what? The renewing Amen. of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And then we see in Colossians chapter three and verse two, it says, and set your minds and keep them set on what is above the higher things, not on the things that are on the earth. Listen, we've got to learn uh, this, really this discipline of, of really looking at ourselves and setting our minds That's on right. the things that are higher, not, not necessarily setting so much focus and, and paying so much attention to the things that are right here in front of us and, and our worry and our fear and all of this. Come on, we, we can renew our minds. Our minds can be 
renewed. That's right. That's right. And so our promise with this action is that we have the mind of Christ. Mm. And you may be like, what kind of promise is that? I don't feel like I have the mind of Christ. But here's the reality of it. In his word, he promises that those whose minds and hearts are set on him are filled with peace. I don't know about you, but I need me some peace. I want some peace today. Lisa Turkhurst said it this way, that when I park my heart and my mind on thoughts that refresh me instead of depress me, I am filled. I want to be filled with the mm. things of him. We choose what we fill ourselves with. We yeah. choose what we fill ourselves with based on what we fix our hearts and our minds on. You have the mind of Christ today and you don't have to stay feeling down or anxious or whatever. You can be filled with all the things of him. Beth Moore said it this way. I read it one day on Instagram and she just said that we can't recognize the lie if we don't know the truth. If we don't know the truth and we've got to set our minds on the truth, whether we feel it or not, we've got to set our minds on the truth and renew our mind daily. Sometimes even moment by moment, renew our mind and set it on what God says, only what he says. Yeah, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16 says, That is why we never give up. Mm -hmm. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. Every day. It's something that really needs to happen every Every single day Mm -hmm. to where you're being renewed, where your mind is being renewed, Mm -hmm. where you are being refreshed, where you are, your spirit is being renewed every single day. Day We can be renewed every day. We have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. And here's the fourth thing that we're going to end with today, talking about what's truly essential. Here's the fourth action is to root ourselves in him, Mm -hmm. to root ourselves in him. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter three, verses 16 through 20. We're really familiar with Ephesians 320, but we want to read these, uh, these four verses leading up to that. And Paul says, I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Mm -hmm. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. And check this out. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Amen. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. This love that your roots are growing down into. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. You know, and here's our promise with that, that if we'll just learn to rest in Him and be rooted in Him, we will rise every time. As we are talking, this is honestly, I mean, all the other points are great, but it's my favorite point of all because um, you'll probably remember a couple of weeks ago, if you watched it, I did a short live about being rooted in God's love and God has been speaking so much to me about the importance of this. But I got this visual of my kids. We have this like super shallow pool at the house. Um, And what is it? Like maybe three feet? Yeah, three feet deep. Three feet deep. And uh, Camden, our six-year-old, he's just learned how to kind of float on his back. But it takes a while to learn that as a kid or maybe even as an adult. Maybe you say, I don't even do that. But the whole key is learning 
to lay back and rest in it. But what he realized was that every single time he floats, when he just lays back and rest in it. And I thought that's how we are with Christ. If we will learn to just lay back and rest in his love, be mm. rooted in his love, we're going to float every time, but we're not using the word float. I'm telling you today, not, not Amanda, but from the Lord, I truly believe it. We both believe it, that God, we want to encourage you with this message that you will rise. Yeah. You will rise. You may feel like you're sweating women in a mess right now. You may feel like, hey, I'm loving it, but I want to encourage you. It doesn't matter. Um, your feelings do matter, but it doesn't matter what state you might find yourself in, that God's promises haven't changed and you will rise every single time. So you good. will rise. You will rise today and tomorrow you may wake up and you may feel overwhelmed, but you will rise. It's not a question of if you will, because in Christ, we have the promise. We have the promise of victory. And that victory is, I get to rise. We will rise. We will rise together, not alone, but together, united together. We will rise. We will rise. Mm. You know, I think in many ways this time, um, we were talking about how it's kind of been this shaking to where mm-hmm. uh, there may have been some things that were weighing you down or there yeah. may have been some things that were weighing us down. And during this season, um, God's been maybe removing some of those things yeah. so that we can rise in the way that he desires for us to rise. Uh, really, in what we've been talking about, when we get to the other side, you know, when we start gathering back together and the harvest that is going to be waiting on the other side of all of this and the things and the purpose that God has for your life and mm-hmm. and. And this new normal, you know, that you're going to be stepping into, I believe it's going to be better than anything that we could have ever imagined it would be when we lean into God, whenever we root ourselves in God, whenever we're rooted in that way, then, you know, it's just like what the Bible says that, you know, no weapon formed against us will prosper. That's right. Or if God is for us, then who can be against us? Mm -hmm. When we root ourselves in God, then we will rise. Philippians Mm -hmm. chapter three, verses 13 and 14. Paul says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, Mm -hmm. but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past, and looking forward to what lies ahead, yes. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, mm. is calling us. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's so good. So good. So good. So good. And the devil, he 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 wants each of us to concentrate on how far we've fallen, yeah, instead of how uh, how far we have risen. And so you may look at this season and you think, wow, look at look at everything that's happened. Look at what's gone on in the world. Look at what's mm-hmm. gone on in our family. Look at, you know, maybe some of the fear that we were dealing with, the worry. Listen, the enemy wants to convince you that you have fallen so far. But listen, God has a plan. Yeah. God has a plan. And his plan is for you to rise. I believe this. We believe this yeah. with all of our heart. Oh God has been doing something during this season in your life, in our life, in our church. Yeah. That, that we're going to rise together right. out of this. And God is going to use you. And God is going to use our church. And God is going to use us collectively together to do some incredible things in this next season. We believe that. And we hope you do too. And we want you to understand that that you were made for this. That's right. You were made for what's coming in the next season. You were made to come out of this. You were created. You know, I love, I love what uh, the verse in Esther says in Esther four, I believe to where, you know, there he's talking to Esther and he says, listen, perhaps you were created for such a time as this. 
listen, you were made for this. That's you right. are going to rise out of this and God is going to use you. Yes. If you'll just be willing, God is going to use you to do incredible things. And we want to end today with uh, with a song that we believe is going to be an encouragement to you. Why don't you talk a little bit about the song that uh, that we're about to sing as we end really in this time of worship together? Yeah, I just want to encourage you real quick before I even mention that is that we don't we don't believe in any way that the that the Lord has um, orchestrated this COVID stuff or anything like that. But what we do believe that even in the midst when things may feel like they're falling apart, mm-hmm. God is piecing things together. And we know that every single time His Word promises that what the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it for His good, yeah. and He's doing that. And this song has been so heavily on our on, on our hearts. And we yeah. were just we were just singing it today, and and you, hopefully you find yourself singing it. But it's just such a sweet reminder that God's sovereign over us. And I'm reminded of of what he says in his word, that he has plans for good and and to prosper us. And so this song, I hope that it reminds you that those plans haven't changed. They have not changed. Even though circumstances may change, even though you don't know what the new normal may look like, even though we don't know exactly what the the future holds, God does. And his plans for good Mm -hmm. and for us to prosper haven't changed for a second. That's so good. So we're going to sing this song. We encourage you to to jump in with us once you pick up on it. Mm-hmm. And maybe you've heard it before. Sing it with us. Think about the words that we're singing, that we're declaring yeah. over our lives today. And listen, we can't we can't wait to see you uh, either online next Sunday or in person. If if you feel the Lord is leading you, we can't wait to worship with you in person. But we hope this song is an encouragement to you as we kind of come out of one season and begin to enter into another season that God is for us. That's right. Uh, if he's for us, then who can be against us? Amen. God still has plans to prosper you, to prosper us. And so we hope you're encouraged by this this morning. God yes. bless you.
We're so glad that you joined us today. We hope that you're encouraged. And if anything today that you remember, he's sovereign over us and we mm. will rise. We were made for this. We will rise. And we can't wait to see you next week in person or online. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is the Lord's leading you to do. Uh, we hope you have a fantastic week. God is for you. God yes. is for you. God is for you. We love you. God bless you.